0: Hey everybody, this is Kevin Bass from the Kevin Bass Show and from dietwars.com. And in this video, I want to talk to you guys about why most statin side effects are fake. Now, by fake, I mean uh, in crude terms, they're in one's head, they're psychological, they're not caused by the drug themselves, they're caused by the expectation from the drug or what's called the placebo effect, or in the case of a negative side effect, a side effect that's uh, harmful, they're caused by what's called the nocebo effect. They are essentially psychological, and this has been demonstrated by several different studies now. Now, that doesn't mean that many statin side effects aren't psychological. There are many statin side effects that aren't psychological. I've talked about that in other tweets and in other videos and for a brief review about that, in fact, let us go ahead and visit my Twitter account and look at the, uh, one of the gold standard studies in this respect on the rate of side effects of statins. And they are quite uncommon and I'm going to show that with this image. <clears throat> So as I wrote in this tweet, I said, the claim that statin side effects are common and severe is about as science-based as the claim that ivermectin cures COVID-19. Neither of these are true. They're made up on the internet. And I showed a figure from a table from a study uh, called specifically... What proportion of symptomatic side effects in st- patients taking statins are genuinely caused by the drug? Systematic review of randomized controlled, tri- of randomized placebo controlled trials to aid individual patient choice. This is by a dream team of researchers, Judith Feingold, Charlotte Manistry, Ben Goldacre, Anthony Barron, and Daryl Francis, who they they look at all the randomized controlled trials, and they look at what is the rate of side effects, what are the rate of actually all events, and what you do find in primary prevention is uh, an increase in liver incidence, transaminases, meaning uh, indications of some uh, liver disturbance or liver dysfunction, uh, indication of newly diagnosed diabetes mellitus, a bunch of other things that are not uh, Increased by more than chance, and then decreased by more ch- than chance. Myocardial infarction, that is, is a heart attack, c- CVA, and death from any cause. And so you get r- dramatic reductions in these, and then uh, slight increases in liver problems and diabetes mellitus. It's quite a good and positive trade-off because the main problem with getting diabetes mellitus, of course, is getting a heart attack, and <laughs> these are prevented on. Statins. Of course, there's a controversy today about whether or not, um, heart attack is actually, or sorry, whether or not diabetes mellitus is actually a side effect of statins. Uh, this is a new controversy. It used to be relatively well accepted that it was, and now it's being challenged. But the point is, is that, uh, compared to the benefits, the costs are relatively low, and most of the claimed side effects are much less common than is often said on the internet. And in, in addition, just for some background, I said, literally, the high rate of statin side effects is literally made up on the internet and people literally experience them because of what the internet tells them they should experience. And there's a paper that I cited about this called, Does Googling Lead to Statin Intolerance? And it showed that the higher the number of negative news websites with respect to statins in any given country, the higher the rate of negative side effects for uh, from statins in those countries. Then I gave some of background, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, but I want to really drive home a certain point because some people raised the point that uh muscle side effects are very common. In fact, I've got a, a swarm of bots. I'm not sure if they're bots or if they're just random people who don't have confirmed emails, but almost none of them have confirmed emails. Uh there's hundreds of replies of people who do not have confirmed emails. Maybe 95 to 99% of them don't have confirmed emails all saying that they have these terrible side effects and specifically muscle pain. And so this actual side effect was studied again in this study called side effect patterns in a crossover trial of statin placebo, no treatment by Howard. Uh, and of course some of the same people in that last study that I just mentioned, Howard Feingold and Francis at the very least are in this study so it's in some ways a continuation, but this is in, this particular study is a randomized controlled trial. So it's here, and I'm just going to read the abstract so you guys get an overview of the study, and then I'm going to show the graph and I'm going to explain and talk about it a little bit. And uh, it's going to be very clear and conclusive to you by the end of this episode that statins uh, don't have a high rate of muscle myalgia of muscle pain. In fact, most of that muscle pain is attributable to the placebo effect. Now that's not to say that statins don't have some muscle pain that's attributable to the statins themselves, but uh, most of it is attributable to placebo. So there are some cases where people have legitimate muscle pain, legitimate myalgia, legitimate in some cases, terrible muscle pain. But most of the time, most of these reports are actually the nocebo effect. And then I, 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 uh, I'll read the abstract. So as we can see here, most people who begin statins abandon them, most commonly because of side effects. The purpose of this study was to assess daily symptom scores on statin, nocebo, and no treatment in participants who abandoned statins. Participants received 12 one-month medication bottles, four containing atorvastatin, 20 milligrams, four placebo, and four empty. We measured daily symptom intensity for each using an app scale of 1 to 100. We also measured the nocebo ratio, the ratio of symptoms induced by taking statin that were also induced by taking placebo. A total of 60 participants were randomized and 49 completed the 12-month protocol. Mean symptom score was 8 in the no-tablet months. It was higher in statin months, 16, but also in placebo months. 15 with no difference between the two no statistical difference the corresponding nocebo ratio was 0.9 so that is to say 90% of the symptoms that are present in the statin group were also present in the placebo group 90% of the symptoms above the no pill group okay and just to explain how the study Went, if you guys didn't, weren't able to follow that explanation. There's 12 months, uh, 12 bottles, one month per bottle. Four of the bottles contained statin. Four of them con- contained a placebo, a sugar pill that looked like a statin. You weren't sure whether it was a statin or not. And four were empty. Okay. So for four months, you just got an empty bottle. And for four months you got, and for the other eight months you got either a t- Torvastatin, a Statin, or a Placebo. And you weren't sure which one was which. Okay. So, people knew when they were getting an empty bottle, but they didn't know when they were getting Placebo or Statin. So what they compared is the symptoms on when they were getting a Torvastatin or Placebo compared to the empty bottle and then a Torvastatin versus Placebo among the people who are getting those in those different months. And since you had a 12 month crossover, it was randomly given people were randomly given these different interventions. You could really get a robust sense, a very robust sense of when people were actually getting, um, like what their actual symptoms were on placebo versus the statin. Okay. In the individual patient st- daily data, and I'm going to continue reading, in the individual patient daily data, neither symptom intensity on starting nor the extent of symptom relief on stopping distinguished statin and placebo. Stopping was no more frequent for statin than placebo. And subsequent symptom relief was similar between statin and placebo. So if you got off your placebo and you had, uh, muscle pain, you had as much relief as you did whenever you had muscle pain on statin and you got off the statin. And when you started the placebo and you had muscle pain, it was very similar to the intensity on the placebo as it was when you started on the statin. Meaning both in terms of the relief and the intensity, both of the relief and of the onset of symptoms, there was no difference between placebo and statin. And there was no real difference in terms of the incidence either, so it's both the frequency and the intensity was no different between placebo and statin statistically speaking. now we're going to look at some of the some of the details here, and I think it's a little bit more nuanced than that, but it's basically that's the case and in a case, it says that six months after the trial, thirty of sixty participants were back t- taking statin so these were participants who were statin intolerant. they were convinced that they had muscle pain and terrible symptoms on statins right forty nine completed the trial. Of these 30, this is a 30 out of 49, or nearly two-thirds, were back taking statins whenever they weren't taking statins before because they thought they were intolerant. So this trial actually convinced these people that their intolerance to statins was due to the placebo effect. Isn't that interesting? Two-thirds people were convinced by this trial that their apparent side effects were not due to the statins themselves. They were due to the placebo effect. That's so fascinating because imagine how many more people could be on statins if they were shown this information. Here's the conclusion. The majority of symptoms caused by statin tablets were nocebo. Clinicians should not interpret symptom intensity or timing of symptom onset or offset as indicating pharmacological causation because the pattern is identical for placebo, meaning it's not the statin trying to get the, the light randomly turns off because it automatically turns off in this room. Let's see if I can get it on. Ooh. And then I, I like pushed back too far and I like rammed into a table. It's fine. <laughs> so my back, <gasps> um, no, but, uh, statin, It's it's, it's the statin, <laughs> my back pain. So that's interesting. Let's look at a figure though for this particular paper. And I think this figure is super cool because it really illustrates the point of this paper. And hopefully we can download the figure and get it opened within the tab here in. No, we cannot. Let's see, I'm gonna hold on. Let's see if we can get it open in the window. And guys, I don't have like an editor or anything because I'm not, I release too much content and uh <laughs> I'm not rich. Yay. We got it. So here's the uh, the figure. We got this big screen here. Uh, as we can see, the ra- average symptom score between placebo and statin was very similar, slightly higher in statin, but not statistically speaking, but it's probably indicative of a real effect. Let's be real. Come on. Like some of those people on the statins are probably experiencing it real compared to placebo, but really, man, the difference is not much. And of the people who had to stop those treatment periods, those one month treatment periods, cause they got on the medication and they were like, Oh my God, this is too much. I'm having these symptoms. It was nearly indistinguishable between statin and placebo. In fact, it was about maybe 20% is about 20% of people did it for, for statin by the end of the trial. Not by the end of the trial. Uh. Yeah, so whenever you started a stat, whenever you started a statin, uh, by the end of that study period, about 20% of people starting the statin, uh, during that one month study period of all the different study periods, about 20% had to get off if they were on a statin and about a little, about 16% had to get off if they were on placebo, indicating a difference of about, you know, five to four. So it's about uh, an extra 20% or an extra one-fifth. So one-fifth of the total time uh, additional on top of the uh, placebo. So about 25% more. Sorry for that math, but about 25% more of the time you'd have to get off of. Of the statin versus placebo, it's not statistically significant, but it probably indicates a real difference, but it's just a small difference. And the majority of the time when people had to get off, it wasn't due entirely to these perceived placebo effects. Isn't that interesting? It's super interesting to me because it just indicates that most of the time people are complaining about statin side effects on the internet. Most of those people on the internet, that's not real. Most statin side effects are not real. They're fake. So what I mean by fake, they're mental, they're psychological. And if people understood that, they could be on statins more. So if you've gotten off statins because you think that uh you've experienced this terrible uh, effect, odds are 80% of the time, 80% of the time, 80 to 90% of the time potentially, uh that effect isn't real. That effect is mental and psychological, and you could be foregoing a life-saving medication. And this is actually a a uh a, a lesson more broadly for the impact of placebo and nocebo effects on the uh, interpretation for whether or not something works. A lot of the time when we think something works, most of that effect is coming from placebo. Maybe let me qualify that because I think that might be a little extreme. A lot of the times when we think something's doing something great for our health, some sort of new supplement, blah, blah, blah. It's making us feel better. A lot of the times that's due to placebo. And the placebo and nocebo effects are extremely powerful. And that's the point of this podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Check me out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Kevin And BAS, B-A-S-S, also check us out at our Reddit. People are on the Reddit and already posting. I think we're up to 40 members now, 40 strong. Someday we'll be up to 4,000 or 40,000 or 400,000 someday. But I'm hoping just to get up to 4,000. That's going to be our target for the next year or two. And, uh, we're going to get this banging, booming operation up on Reddit. And I hope you guys join us and check us out because I think that will be cool. So check that out at Kevin and Bass, or sorry, Kevin Bass, K-V-I-N-B-A-S-S, not the two ends, but the one in K-V-I-N-B-A-S-S on Reddit. Also check out the podcast at the Kevin Bass show on, on YouTube, Apple podcasts, Spotify. Check out on all those different platforms. If you're on YouTube, make sure to, to, Subscribe, hit that subscribe button immediately. Hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. Hey, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. That would be great. Hit it, hit it. Also, turn on notifications if you're on YouTube. So anytime a new video comes out, you can check it out. Finally, uh, leave a review or rating on Apple podcasts. would be much appreciated, especially leave a review. If you're in the United States, leave a review. Cause there's some, there's some jerk who has his review, three-star review at the top. And we need to get that displaced. We've been trying to get that out for like six weeks or, or two months. so, Gotta get that displaced, that would be much appreciated. Make sure to donate to my Patreon at Kevin and Bass KVI N N B A S S and send gifts, send great gifts of love and of generosity and of appreciation to me because those are much appreciated and needed in my time of need as a graduate student receiving only a graduate student stipend. So much appreciated if you guys would do that. And finally, uh uh leave a comment. Share this with your mother. Share this with your grandmother. Share this with your grandfather. Share this with your dad, who doesn't want to take a statin because my dad doesn't take a statin. He should be on a statin. Cardiovascular disease is probably going to kill, you know, my parents. It's going to kill, probably kill most people's parents because the uh, risk of cardiovascular disease, the risk of death from cardiovascular disease, is the risk of death is greater than the risk of death from anything else for for older people. Cancer is number two. Cardiovascular disease is the worst, and so statins can help people. And so share this with your relatives, let them know. That, uh, hey, you know, that, that statin side effect that they're having isn't necessarily real. And maybe they should give it a shot again. Try it at a lower dose starting out. And I think polypharmacy, so try azetamide plus a statin is a good idea. Low dose statin plus azetamide. You can start there. You can get a 50% reduction in your LDL cholesterol just from those two. Okay? And then start from there, and then you guys should be good to go. Try that out, because uh, you're only foregoing a life saving treatment if you decide not to do that. I take a really low dose of rosuvastatin, two point five milligrams, plus five milligrams of ezetimibe, and I get a fifty percent reduction in my LDL cholesterol, and no side effects whatsoever. Zero, zero, zero. So try it, and let me know what you let me know what happens when you do. Especially if you try it based on this video, cause that would be much appreciated to, to hear that, you know, I'm making that kind of positive impact on people's lives. So if you liked all this stuff, share it, try it, and I'll see you guys in the next video. Peace.